Welcome back to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Maybe you should rap it next time. That'd be cool. I don't rap. That sounds terrible. Nobody wants that. That would be worse than no opening at all. That'd be worse than 10 seconds of dead air followed by our dog snoring. (laughs) Or we could do like a a whole theme. Every week it's a different kind of song. Then you do a jazz number. Nope. Welcome to the unappreciated movie. You podcast. can do that. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's her gig. I, you know. Are you sure you're not still drunk from last night? <laughs> um, that wasn't me that was drunk. Uh, yeah, but you're still acting uh, drunk. I heard that you might have been a little drunk too. And not from her. <laughs> she wouldn't know. <laughs> we really should have walked around Marshall's. Hey, hey, Josh hey, 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 hey can we talk about the podcast for a minute? <laughs> Oh, oh, now it's okay to talk about the podcast. <laughs> My name's Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action and adventure. Normally we take turns selecting movies that are underappreciated, but not this time. No? No, no. Why not? Because. Well. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> normally we pick movies from our own genre, but not this time. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> this time. On the podcast. It's Carly's pick for Tony's birthday. Yay! Yay! It's my birthday. Oh, oh I, I forgot we don't have that button anymore either. No. I miss the buttons. I miss the buttons too. <laughs> if you want to download new podcast software and figure out how to use it, we could have buttons again, Carly. That's right, you because know, we're lazy. I keep having to come straight from work. I'm not carrying more shit. <laughs> <laughs> the last couple days, I've just left my work computer at work. I just lock it in the cabinet, and I'm like, I'm not doing work from home. Screw this. <laughs> Is it an ad? Did you get a YouTube ad? <laughs> Happy birthday, Tony. Yay. I got you bedazzled. Oh, man. From 2000. I like that movie. It's vintage. I mean, we'll see. Tony was like, this movie is 22. <laughs> this movie. You don't think of it being that old, then you watch it and you go, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. What month did it come out? Is it older than oh. Gwen? I don't know. Yes, because it would have been you know, made in 99. So was Gwen. <laughs> Fair. That's how babies work. They percolate. If you're having oh, real man. problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 oh, problems, but I bet you ain't one. Okay, well, this That'd be a good movie. opening right there. That's not a good opening. Welcome to the other version, no. It's a remake of a 1967 movie called Bedazzled. Release date was October 20th. Mm-hmm. It's younger than Gwen. Thanks. Hello, Gwendolyn. And the original movie was written by Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. Mm-hmm. Dudley Moore? The Dudley Moore? The Apparently. Was he in it? I don't know. I've never I don't seen know. It. However... Uh, Elizabeth Hurley's dogs are named Peter and Dudley after the original film writers. Before or after she did this movie? No, no I mean, in the, in in the, the movie. movie. The dogs oh. that she has on the beach. <laughs> oh, interesting. What world where well, she has a, in a bikini for no apparent reason other than to show off her assets? There's know. a lot of that in this movie. Yeah. Well, all of her outfits are pretty thirsty. She had come off of Austin Powers. and It she, does appear the same that... Dress designer or, you know, costume designers. It, it does appear like that Stone. Peter Cook and Dudley Moore both starred and wrote. Oh, yeah. Now you say that. Tony is going to watch the original. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. off at eBay. Did you? Mm-hmm. Let me know how it is. curious. Mm. I like Dudley Moore. If it's good, you know, we'll give it a watch. If not, then I don't want to say it. It's, wow, there's people that play all the seven deadly sins, so I'm kind of intrigued. <laughs> so there's three other writers who are credited. With just this part of the movie, not the original. Mm-hmm. 
Larry Gelbart, who also wrote for MASH and Tootsie. Tootsie, that was a good movie. I don't think you're allowed to make that now. Peter Tolan, who also wrote for America's Sweethearts, um, a Jim Gaffigan show. And Harold Ramis, who also directed this movie, who also wrote for Ghostbusters, Groundhog Day, and Back to School. That's right, Egon, but you're not forgotten. Mm -hmm. And also directed Groundhog Day, Analyze This and Analyze That. (laughs) He's Harold Ramis. If you don't know who he is, you listen to a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What does mine say? (laughs) Sweet. What does mine say? Dude. Stop quoting that. God, I, maybe I'll pick that. No, you won't pick Uber. <laughs> my fault. Why not? It's about aliens. Could be oh, a fun man. time. Oh, oh my God. God. I'm that picking movie, that. I think I might have to be drunk to watch it. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't watched it since, since it was new. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it once. Yeah, I think I've seen it yeah, once. Yeah, I've seen it once. I think I've seen it more than once, and I think that was a mistake. <laughs> uh, well, this movie okay, is... It's a 30 meta score. <laughs> wow. You guys that might be... a little high. Let me, let me write this on the list. Dude, where's my oh, heart? God. At some point, it's deteriorating. You guys are starting to fuck with me. <laughs> like, let me think of a movie well, that bad, no one likes. Bad movies make can make better podcasts. Next time, Tony yeah. picks something that he thinks would just be fun to talk about... She's I'm going to go back to retaliate, retaliate with the quality movies that we should do. And I use that list. And it's ever changing. And you seem like you're picking shit on purpose. I have a list of movies. And sometimes I write things that I think are funny and I enjoy and I know are trash. Like, I do not my next one have a list is amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want to watch Troll. You don't have to do it on the podcast you can just watch it i only watch movies for the podcast so y'all watching troll i'm pretty much right spoiler alert except i don't have a list i do have my march movie picked out though don't ask me what it's called because march madness i couldn't tell you i have to look it up (laughs) but i have picked it out i know what i'm doing Hmm. anyways dude where's my car is on the list right under doom someday oh god okay the rock doesn't like that movie this movie is starring Brendan Fraser. Welcome back to the podcast from The Mummy. Mm. Not Mummies. the Tom Cruise one. No. <laughs> we also have Elizabeth Hurley, who's not a Welcome Back to the Podcast. Because we have known Austin Powers. We know her from Austin Powers. Please, nobody pick that. <laughs> I just don't Oh, yeah? Know. Keep fuck with me and see what happens. I'm not fucking with you. What did I do? The first I mean, one is not... You always hate my movies, but the first one... Not always. The first one is not Sometimes I low-key like your movies. Made. Yeah, the first one But is that second one, I just can't stop it. No, the no. third one is fucking dog trash. I don't trash. think I watched the third one. Don't. <laughs> the third Nobody bad. needs that in life. They keep talking about making a fourth one. I'm like, just don't. Like, there's no way this is going to be a good movie. they can make it... But we don't have to watch it. And that is the beautiful thing about personal choice. I understand those were words that were made to a sense, but then You can watch it. I won't. It's <laughs> like we watched right. the new Matrix in High Hopes. Oh, How'd that work? God, that was, that was such a Welcome betrayal. back to the podcast for your third appearance, Mr. Orlando Jones. Make seven up oh, yours, no. man. Make you know seven up yours. He's criminally so coming down with this. It. He's oh, a one man yeah. cold. I we watched that the other day. Because <laughs> it was he available. Was a I was delight. like, yeah. Mate, criminally underutilized. Then we have Paul Adelstein or Adelstein from Prison Break, Private mm-hmm. Practice, and the Girlfriend's mm-hmm. Guide to Divorce. Um, the Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. It's a TV show. He was in a lot of episodes. I've I don't really mention him unless they're in like thirty or more episodes. <laughs> he was in like every episode of Private Practice. Yeah, like a hundred and some. <laughs> I watched that show. I know who he is. Um, mm. Toby Haas plays Jerry. I didn't know him really, but he's on his. 
Um, third appearance of the podcast as well. Yeah, mm. what else have you been He was in Enough Said. Mm-hmm. I don't remember him in there. I might have to watch it again, which I wouldn't mind. You also weren't looking I enjoyed that movie. Yes. Wait, which movie is Enough Said? The one with... Gandolfini and... Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks. Yep. And R.I.P.D., but he played, like, Dettos or something uh-huh. in there, so... Okay. I thought it was the game. Um, also trying to forget that movie. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> my mom Raul. Tony kept saying it like that the whole movie. <laughs> my mom texted me His... the other day and she was like, have you ever seen a movie with Ryan Reynolds in it? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> she, you know how you talk to your parents. She's like, but it's it's really funny. I was like, uh-huh, tell me one more. is it? She Deadpool? Goes, it's, it's one with, uh, I was like, what is it called, mom? She goes, it's R.I.P.D. I was like, oh. Uh. <laughs> Like, mom. Sounds like I would enjoy watching movies with your mom. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what that, that says about me or oh, your man. mom. You were like, ooh, 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 ooh. Like, of all the Ryan Reynolds movies you could have picked, you picked that one? Mm-hmm. Rudolph Martin Voices. plays Raul. Raul. And he Raul. is also on his third appearance in the podcast because mm-hmm. he was in Swordfish mm-hmm. and Ford versus Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then welcome back to the podcast, Brian Do- Doyle. Murray for your third appearance after seventeen again and Scrooged. Yeah, that's it. My third ever, appearances. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges and Weird Monsters. It's funny but gross. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, so that's her opinion of art. That's. Uh, I didn't get her favorite. Tony's mom's uh, opinion. <laughs> favorite, at least favorite characters yet. I'm working on tertiary objects. Mm. All right, this movie had a budget of forty-eight million dollars and a worldwide gross of ninety million, almost four hundred thousand. 50% tomato meter score, 42% audience score, 6 points or 6 out of 10 on IMDb and 49 metacritic. I feel like the tomato score is a little high. <laughs> the 50? Yeah. <laughs> not I'm not saying that I would rate it lower than a 50. I'm just saying that after watching this movie, I'm surprised it didn't get worse reviews. <laughs> well, they tried Overall. real good and gave 110%. <laughs> All you right. know how sweaty he was? That's how sweaty you are after jujitsu. Oh, that was real sweaty. <laughs> I don't know why she's trying to insult me. It's All not right. an insult. It's just facts. Just the facts, man. Uh-huh. All right. Well, on March 14th, 2001. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm there. Bud Massey mm-hmm. said a terrible parable. One out of ten. <laughs> terrible parable. Why? Mm-hmm. Does Brendan Fraser keep getting work? He can't act a lick. Does he? And if it's based on looks, there are better looking actors who should be ahead of him in line. Maybe Mm -hmm. he really did make a deal with the devil. But then why didn't he use one of his wishes to ask for some talent? Damn. A little harsh, bro. That is. Okay. And then a week later, on March 21st, 2001, Z Man 23. Said so 10 out of 10, a rare treat for comedy action fans. Very few directors have ever been able to maintain such a fine balance of humor, action, and story as Harold Ramis in this movie. I haven't had so much fun at the theater since planes, trains, and automobiles. That's am- a long time, dude. <laughs> that came out in like 87 or something. I enjoyed it so much that the next day I rented the original. It's boring. <laughs> <laughs> well. And then went to see it again the day after that. Wow. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> was this person was this person actually Brendan Fraser's character from Blast from the Past? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Who like suddenly just like got Did out? Did we do that movie yet? No. 
I've never seen that movie. I'm not surprised. It was, it was out when I was working at a movie theater. So Maybe I I'll write that down. I can it's, pick that. It's one you could pick, right? Yeah. I think that's one anybody can pick. Tony yeah. made me watch Encino Man. I would rather nobody ever picked that. <laughs> it, was, it was a possible Elaine birthday pick. And then yeah, I watched it. I was like, was I don't ever want to see this movie again. <laughs> Were you upset about wheezing the juice? I, that was oh, there was like a couple of funny parts, but uh, then the rest of it is like this isn't even funny. I don't I know. I feel you. like I don't like you. As of now, I'm all over you. I do feel like though, as far as Polly Shore goes, I think I watched Son in Law within the last five years and still found it funny. See, and here's the thing about Encino Man: it's hard to find your your bad guy. Your main bad guy was one of the dudes in the back of the Gremlin in Wayne's World. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. He's not tough. No. If no. you're gonna spew, spew, spew into this. this. Yeah, but you, you don't buy him as a tough guy. Like I've already seen you yeah. do Bohemian Rhapsody. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> there is that. I'm gonna interrupt this podcast talk to completely derail the subject to tell you that on Sunday, Audra spent me, sent me this text. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's not how it's spelled. Yeah, Aloysius. That's how my talk to text spelled Aloysius. Both of these are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, I'm glad that bothered you enough to text. And she goes, I think it's Aloysius. Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> now, these are all different ways than it's spelled. <laughs> there's definitely a why, I think. And I, and I said, there's definitely a why, I think. And she goes, yeah, for sure. And then I said, do you read John's little episode blurbs? He thinks no one notices. Tony noticed. Tony noticed. And like she said, episode blurb? No, Where no. can I find that? No, I noticed them because I go on the site and I wow. update no. the list order, mm. and I noticed that you did it, and I kept meaning to tell you about it, but I kept forgetting. But then I read the other one the other day, and you I said it to Carly. Loud. I was laughing, and I was like, "Do you ever read these? Because they're pretty freaking funny, man." The and holy shiitake mushrooms. <laughs> well, so whatever we do today, whatever the underlying theme is, whatever sticks out in my brain will be in the. Yeah. But this is interesting because I said so in my podcast feed. If I look, at, she asked me where I should find it. I said if I look at it, it'll have the episode number and the title, and then right under that, there's a sentence or two. It's called the description. Um, <laughs> podcasts usually put a synopsis, but John has been putting other funny little silly things. She goes, "Is that an Apple thing?" I listen on SoundCloud, and I said, <laughs> "Tony sees them, and he doesn't li- have an iPhone." Yeah, yelling at you. Why is she yelling at you? And then she said, "Also, That's I did see talking. Emily's thing about the 1900." <laughs> Lane's obsession with the 1900s. <laughs> All right. That so was then your blurb. I use Podcast Addict and I see them. I see, see them too. They're right there. Oh, yeah. I know. I think she just didn't look. <laughs> Beastmaster. Well, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everybody enjoyed this tangent. All right. All right. Well, what'd you think going into this movie? We haven't even got that Ooh, far yet. Holy me? shit. Yes. I thought, oh my God, I hate this movie. It's All trash. Right. What about you, John? I, I thought, I haven't <laughs> seen this in a while. I hope it got better. <laughs> Tony? I like this movie. You can all piss off. <laughs> I will tell you how he felt. I will tell you. I misremembered this. <laughs> I remembered it. was not it, as remembered. I remembered it pretty spot on, and I thought they criminally underused Orlando Jones. Just, like he's just I, I always think, in the background. I think they always do. Like no matter how much you use them, so you're like, great. I could use a little more. Isn't he on a TV he's show? I need to start watching. Except in Evolution. Yeah. He, he was in that a lot. All right, well, as the opening credits roll, we see um, some judgments and facts about random people in pictures as they scroll past, such as cheats on taxes, praying or sleeping, vegetarian. Then we see that New York City is too susceptible or easy, and the Vatican City is too hard, but that San Francisco is just right. 
And we start to zoom in on our lovesick, desperate, oblivious, eager to please, lonely doormat leading man, Elliot. Hmm. He goes to work at a call center and is very lame. (laughs) (laughs) He seems to think he's friends with everyone, but they all try to avoid him. Dan told him the wrong time for basketball last week, and everyone tells him that they're busy tonight. They And then they see him at the bar later, and he's like, hey, I thought y'all were busy tonight. And they're like, oh, change of plans. And he's like, I should be peeved at you. Maybe I won't even sit down. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Yay. But this poor works. guy. <laughs> but then in walks the woman of his dreams. She's not there for them, though. None of them seem to know her. <laughs> they know she works at the company. And uh, they're like, I bet you've never even talked to her. He's Because he's like, I know stuff about her. And they're like, oh, yeah? Because you're creepy. <laughs> it was kind of creepy. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, I can see y'all aren't going to let me relax unless I go say hi. So I'll just go say hi. So he does. And it's creepy. And this is where I thought they were going to leave. I did, too. I, I thought he was going to turn around and they, and they were, were going to be gone. Yeah. Because they really don't like him. Let's, the table. Let's go get the fuck out of here. There's a girl. We got to go to shenanigans. There's a girl at was work shenanigans? that was a um, seasonal yeah. hire and we kept her because she's good at her job. But she talks to us like we're her buddies. Like, we'll be, I'll be in the office doing work and talking to a coworker about work things. And she'll sit down and just start having a conversation. And I'm like, don't you need to go clock in and go to work? We're not. <laughs> but she we're does it to everyone. <laughs> She does it to everybody. Like, just comes in, sits, starts having Hey, Vic, up. remember you were she trying to figure out when Elaine's mean? There's a, there's one. <laughs> I'm not friends with people I work with. I leave work at work unless I can't. And then my husband takes me to get margaritas. Mm. Boom. Well, what's true is that when someone talks to me at work, I usually talk to them. Unless you she's an attractive young woman, then I say, I'm married, I can't talk to you. <laughs> My wife gets very mad. I just realized I left my wedding ring upstairs because I took it off to make Ooh. lasagna. Uh-huh. Well, at least it's not in the lasagna. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I put it on top of the coffee pot so I wouldn't forget. Yeah, it doesn't cost much. Go ahead and just throw it around. And... Uh, I'll be back. So he goes over there and he's like, Hi, Allison. We met three years ago. I told you it was wet out because it was raining that day. And she's like, Okay. <laughs> Yikes. We'll take it easy and turns around and then she just straight up walks away. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, he turns you, well, it's a different he's situation. Gonna, he's going to come back and say something else, but she don't. Yeah. Well, he's a little creepy and he's kind of a big dude. Yeah. He's a little overbearing. And so then he sits down at the bar and he's kind of sad and he says, Dear God, I would give anything to have that girl in my life. And then a cue ball. Roll in toward him. But all you know is that, you know, I want to fuck your face. It's pretty much all he's got. Wow. Wow. Because that's that's really all he's got is like he likes the way she that she looks. He seems like a sweet guy. guy. Yeah, a sweet guy. He doesn't know this girl from a can of paint. She could be, she could. That's, I think, his naivete. She could be killing <laughs> kittens in her off time. Yes. You should never be this into someone unless you actually know them. But I hate I this movie ever. trope. But like guys do that, though. When? Some guys do that. Guys that don't have relationships with women that's they're like they're like, Ooh, okay. they're like this girl's amazing and awesome i'm like what's her name well i don't know <laughs> Tony will be do like, you know anything about her i'm worried so and so's gonna got a girlfriend and she about to take over his whole life yeah. because he's never really been with yeah, anybody I got, I got, before i got a few stories i can tell you off 
about friends of mine. Was it Will? No. <laughs> Just kidding, Will. We know it wasn't you. That'd yeah, be Will, dog trash. Will, Will's, no. in, Will's in the guys. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, this gets awkward. Like, you so. may be a raging homosexual. I was like, wow, that didn't age well. <laughs> no. There's some, there's some problems. So this cue ball from the pool tables upstairs rolls to him, and it ends up right by his saddle shoes. Dog Vader. And so he picks it up, and uh, the lady who's at the top of the stairs now... Elizabeth is, Hurley. ...is a very attractive Elizabeth Hurley, and she's like, come here. And he's like, me? And she's like, uh-huh. And so uh, she's she's a rather forceful lady. Forceful. <laughs> she's very... Very. Very assertive, I suppose. <laughs> Perhaps we're gonna go with on the aggressive side. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, you found your rings. But uh, she yeah, heard it on top of the coffee pot, so I wouldn't lose them. Gnarly. And he's like, how did you hear me? I was way over there. And she's like, I'm, I've got some amazing talents. And then she sinks every ball on the table except for the eight ball. That looked really fake. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was. No. <laughs> then she straight up kisses him uh-huh. like she, and she, wants she, to talk business. Which is, I'd be very uncomfortable. <laughs> I love how he's like, oh, I don't pay for sex. He's oh, like, except for that one time on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, you just hit the... That was an accident. And she's like, I'm not a hooker. I'm the devil. And I can change your life. And he's like, okay, I think I should call you a cap. <laughs> yeah. But she has a card. And on it, it says, <laughs> the devil. devil. He's like, I like how he has like... Yep. It should have burst <laughs> into flames. I kind of want that card, though. <laughs> she passed it out to people and they're like... Okay. <laughs> you know, we, you could just go to Vista Print and make them. I know, I know. Yeah. It said in the trivia something about how that was an homage to another card in another movie that just said God. Yeah, from Oh God. From oh, uh, oh God. Oh God. Oh. Or Oh God Book Two. And then, or the, the third one, Oh God, oh God You, you devil. devil. Yeah. Used to oh. watch this all Where the time. George Burns played both the devil and God. Oh. And they played a poker game for a man's soul. <laughs> and I've never seen those. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I remember those. I think those, Oh God was the best of the three. I remember yeah. those fondly. I feel like I've seen Oh God, You Devil the most. Yeah. That one was on TV a lot. Yeah. Wasn't George Burns best, though? That would be 18 again. You'll yeah. see it. You'll see it soon. <laughs> okay. So he tries to leave and uh, get away from her, but then she appears in front of him in different clothes, lo- uh, lounging with a drink on the hood of a car. And she's like, it would just be easier if you believed me. And then she tells him about his sad little nightly routine and how he is, uh, s- uh, how he cries to sleep, himself to sleep, and he wonders why he doesn't have any friends. And she's like, I can get you friends. I can get you happiness. I can get you respect. I can get you anything you want. And then she's like, wish for something, anything. And he's like, I don't know, a Big Mac and a Coke. So then they take the bus to McDonald's, and she orders him a Big Mac and a Coke, and he pays for it. And it was only $3. There is that. I remember when I was... I was like, wait, what? Around (laughs) this time, actually, when this movie came out, I worked at McDonald's. Was it $3 for a burger and a Coke? I remember having two for two, and, and it would... Or two for two, or two for three, and Big Macs and uh, quarter pounders with cheese were would like yeah, we're in the two for two, yeah. <laughs> and this is back remember? when they had those thirty nine cent cheeseburgers and stuff. Do yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when the crunchy tacos at Taco Bell were sixty nine cents? I remember. <laughs> but I remember people coming up in the drive thru. What's a two for two? What's a two for three? <laughs> so I'm like. Whatever happened to the Arch Deluxe? <laughs> 
Or I salad don't. shakers. These are some of my McDonald's we favorites. We had salad shakers. I don't remember the Arch Deluxe, but I remember the salad shakers because I had to make them. <laughs> salad what shakers. was the one where, where it had the hot side and the cold side? Oh, that was the 80s. And boom. you put it together? <laughs> <laughs> it came in the no. big star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because they wanted to keep the lettuce and the yeah, tomato they, fresh, so they put it in a whole other section. It was it was a pieces, and you put it together like it was some kind of you know amazing thing. That, my dad used to get that. Yeah, and uh, and, and, that, and that was uh, what's his name was in the commercial. Uh, Jason Alexander. Wow. Yeah. Before he was Jason Alexander. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Uh, way before Seinfeld. I mean, I think he still had hair. <laughs> well. All right. So. This does not prove anything to him because he said he wanted a Big Mac and a Coke and they rode a bus to the McDonald's where she ordered it and made him pay for it. So yes. He didn't get fries. This doesn't prove anything yeah. except that he'll follow her onto a bus to a McDonald's. It's not wrong. <laughs> and then she's like, I'll give you a ride. And he's like, that's your car? Why don't we take that motherfucker together? Yeah. No shit. <laughs> and how did it magically appear outside the McDonald's? Devil. And she's No, like, but he doesn't believe she's the devil. He just believes that she is a pretty girl. He got distracted by the car being awesome. Mm, that's true. He wasn't thinking straight. It's and a Lamborghini says, Diablo. I'll give you a ride back to your car. But instead, bad one. she takes him to her club, mm-hmm. Deviate. And everyone there is thrilled to see him. And he arrives to like paparazzi as if he is a famous person. And even in the club, people are like, ah, look at Hey, man, can I get a picture with Elliot? <laughs> Women are, like, throwing underpants at him and... I never understood that one either. Arguing for a chance to Do you dance want used him? underpants? <laughs> Have you ever thought, you know what I really want? Used underpants. Oh, yeah. No. I don't understand that either. I don't know why anybody would want in used Japan, underpants. In Japan, they have vending machines. Yeah. Poor college chicks can yeah. sell them for cash. Woman privilege right there. That's a job opportunity. There could be women out there buying used men's underpants, and we just don't know. I don't think the market's as big, to be honest with you. (laughs) I don't know how big the market is. It's very niche. I'm going to go out on a a, a limb here without doing any market research and go with the market for men is significantly smaller than the market for women. Maybe men like to buy other guys. No, because um, sex work is the one field that has been dominated by women by an overwhelming margin forever. No, absolutely. And there's a reason for it because men are visually stimulated. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say with the expo- with the population explosion and the rise of homosexuality because as your population grows so does the percentage of homosexuality. Perhaps there is more of a market for dirty men's underpants than we think. Again, I said I did without any research. I would not. <laughs> I'm also not Googling that. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to know. It's like, uh, clear my browser history. Clear my browser history. God, blast my gosh. <laughs> so they go into her office, and she's like, look, I can make the whole world love you. He still doesn't believe her. So she shows him Anybody think this is what actually happened to Kim Kardashian? <laughs> Just she's me? Like, it's possible. He's like, look at you. You're not the it's devil. Like, what are you famous for again? <laughs> And she's like, well, I guess I could have looked like this and turns around and she looks like a Halloween costume of a devil. She was a horny little devil. And he's like, you are the devil. I like how that convinced him. I know. I was like, huh? (laughs) David Copperfield does that shit all the time. I know. So uh, everyone, so he's like, 
can I ask you a question? And she's like, don't ask me if there's a God. And he's, then he gets all quiet. And she's like, yes, there's a God. Everybody always wants to ask about God. And he and smokes. <laughs> <laughs> so then. Totally wouldn't happen now. She's like, how about we go over the contract? And this big, giant, telephone book size George Burns contract. George God, he smoked too. Pops well, he down smoked in anything he did. That's right. Into his lap. And, uh, and she, he starts to read it. And he's like. Um, you're here for named the damned, and he's like the damned. She's like, we could say the darned if it makes you feel <laughs> better. Darned. And uh, and then it says that he has to pay with his soul for the seven wishes, and he's like, I can't give you my soul. And uh, like, you'll never miss it. It's like your appendix. <laughs> he's like, not getting my soul. You can't have my soul. And she goes, What are you, James Brown? <laughs> She's like, Do you even know what your soul is? And he's like, You still can't have it. <laughs> I know, right? He's like, I got soul, and I'm super bad. Oh. So he's still not convinced, so she shows him a possible wish fulfilled. Allison runs to a man with long hair on the beach, and they profess their love for one another. Who is this man? It's Elliot. <laughs> wow. See the and, drama uh, she built there? No, no. <laughs> it's Elliot. And then... Getting the, duck, duck bumps. He, mm. he kind of drifts away in the scene, and it's just Allison going, Sign it, Elliot. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> And he does it like a and fucking moron. And it breaks into multiple screens like she's the architect from the Matrix. <laughs> Vis-a-vis Trinity. Yeah. So she says, all right, before you can make any wishes, you need this pager. If ever a wish isn't going as you planned. Can you explain what a pager thought, is? <laughs> you just pull out this Maybe device. Maybe you should because you had one. And you dial 666 and it'll transport you to me. And I wasn't. Which is not on the how table a pager, a pager works, but you can ask That was a two-way, not a pager, by the way. It was mislabeled. That was a two-way, not a pager. If you communicate with the device, it was a two-way. Pager's on one way. Next See? Maybe you should ask John that question. Tony had a pager. I didn't I didn't know there was a, such a thing as a two-way. I, used to, I, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I, I had a pager. I forgot about it until just now, but it just came screaming case. back. Like I had a screwdriver, and I would I had a whole bunch of different things, mm-hmm. and I would uh-huh. swap them out. Yeah. Because I was that kind of guy. And you could set up little You're still rings, that kind of guy. Kind of. There were a couple of them. You swap out my phone. It's an iPhone. You can't take the guts out of an iPhone. Yeah, but you do swap your case. Yet. And your They're bracelets on, on your watches. Oh, I do that. And don't you have a thing that lets you change your belt buckle? Hello, doggy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he makes his first wish. He wishes to be married to Allison and be very, very rich and very powerful. And, and he wakes it. up, and he's a Colombian drug lord. But he doesn't realize it. Yeah. He wakes up, and he speaks Spanish. <laughs> he's like, I don't speak Spanish. Don't Actually, I do speak Spanish. He, he I says, speak Spanish very he well. He says, I don't speak Spanish in Spanish. He's <laughs> delighted when he figures out he speaks Spanish. Hola, Juan. Donde esta biblioteca? Tony goes, at no point does he wake up and go, huh, I'm a South American person. Because <laughs> he looks in the mirror, and he's just like, Hey! Oh, <laughs> well, you know what? If you woke up with that fun of a mustache, you just go with it. You'd be like, this is delicious. Delighted by yeah, this He had a little situation. bit darker tone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he looks outside, and there's all this land, and it's a beautiful home. And I'm pretty they, sure that was a prosthetic nose, too. Yeah. His not, nose not was quite his nose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and Allison was in bed with him, so he, he's, and he's got a wedding ring, and she's got a wedding ring, and they're married, and they're rich, and he's thrilled. So, uh, this constant beeping is your fault because you talked about football in the group meet. Oh. I think I it was uh, DJ. paused it because mm-hmm, you Hello, were talking DJ. too much. <laughs> Merry Christmas, DJ. 
<laughs> so I like uh, that's a running joke. Slowly, very, very slowly, he realized right. that this is not the life of his dreams that he really thought he was going to get when uh, he made the wish. I like the one. You brought me to the jungle, and what is this, flour or sugar? <laughs> <laughs> like, how dumb are you? You skipped, over the part, you skipped over the part where his wife... Is having an affair. <laughs> who's been teaching her English for nine months? He was so upset when she touched his butt, he ripped off half of his fun mustache. That's why I always say Carly's having an affair with. Whenever <laughs> someone calls her, I'm like, who is that? <laughs> if you're, if you're a you Colombian drug like, lord, you kill Raul. <laughs> Do you ever respond with, yes, it's Raul? I think I have before. <laughs> if I was you, I would change, like, your mom's name to Raul. <laughs> with, like, seven O's. <laughs> and then he finds out they have to go into the jungle. Awesome. There's a problem at the factory. And he gets out there. And so they're like, it's, uh, oh, I can't remember his name, Pepito or Juanito or somebody. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, he's he stole a half a kilo of product. And he's like, what? It's sugar or flour or something. And then he realizes it doesn't, it's cocaine. It's, it's cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> I'm a drug lord. And the Russians are there. And then he speaks Russian, too. He's like, of course I speak Russian. <laughs> And then it turns out... I don't out speak Russian! Raul is <laughs> and they were looking for to, my board. <laughs> ...to take over his woman and his operation. And apparently all of his employees are loyal to Raul. <laughs> and they're going to kill him. Yeah. So he manages to run and attach himself to the bottom of the helicopter that the Russians are leaving in. And uh, as he tries to get the pager out of his pocket, it falls to the ground, so he just goes after it. Yeah, there's a point, sis, point sis, break. Sis, sis, <laughs> sis, sis, sis. So, uh, he lands on the hood of a car, and the devil is writing a ticket, because now she's a meter maid, I guess. And, I do like uh, how she has little jobs every time. And she snaps her fingers and the, the meters run out, and yeah. so she can write a ticket on every one. Evil, evil bitch. She explains, she's like, look, you said you wanted to be married to Allison. You never said that you wanted her to love you. <laughs> so um, he, she's like, you shouldn't make assumptions. Uh, really, women don't really go for the rich and powerful thing anyway. you got to figure out what she wants in a man. And he's That's like, right, how do I do that? that one really loves Jeff Bezos. And she's like, well, we're going to go to her house, and we're going to look through her stuff, and we're going to find out what she's looking for. All right, creepy or not creepy? I, creepy. I felt like he was... The least amount of creepy he could be in this situation. And he then, was very like, scared. He didn't choose to go yeah. there. She transported him there. He chose it's... to peek at her in the shower. Yeah, wow. That's true. She could have <laughs> him into it. But yes, he did. There's no talk. Oh, you know you want to have a look. Like, that's a we test. Can't Don't look do at it. Her stuff. We shouldn't be here with you. Like, he. he you, he would never have done that if she was. He could have been a lot more creepy. I think yeah. it was done in a fun way to make us not think he's a yeah, giant creeper. They don't want to lose. You don't want to lose your uh, because characters. Uh, honestly, in the opening scene where we see her at the bar and they're like, "You like that girl? What do you know about her?" And he's saying the things like, "It's just a hint." Under stalker, <laughs> and like in this apartment, like if he was the diet cola cre- stalker, just one calorie, not stalker enough. They but could have taken it too stalker. But it was level, just enough. It's like obviously he pays attention to her, but it's not. He's not de- it's her. not details that he would know if he was like stalking her. Yeah, and same thing here, like, like stalking her, stalking. Her. Like he's like, you can't read that. That's private. But then she does convince him because she's the little devil on his shoulder to go <laughs> peek in the shower. I wouldn't peek. And you know, yes, you would. We, we won't. Don't. 
You think you wouldn't pink? I, I wouldn't be in there. Mm-hmm. I also wouldn't make a deal with the devil unless there was a fiddle involved. <laughs> a film? Fiddle. A fiddle. Because <laughs> he told you once, you son of a bitch. He's the best it's ever been. <laughs> Johnny oh. rosined up his boat. He That's, played that fiddle hard. That song's about me. No, it's not. Something with my name. Spent a lot of time in Georgia. <laughs> would, more than you would think. Only when the devil needs an ass whooping. Is, is this why you played the jazz triangle now? Because you can't fiddle anymore because the we devil mastered, keeps challenging you to master the fiddle. We have a truth. Once you beat the devil with the fiddle, what else is there? <laughs> you got to go to jazz triangle. All right. Well, the devil finds her diary, and uh, she says she really wants a guy who's sensitive, in touch with his emotions, not afraid to share his fears, disappointments, and tears. Mm-hmm. So we have wish number two. He wishes to be the most emotionally sensitive man in the world and that Allison loves him. Which of the seven deadly sins is this? I don't know. Mm, I don't know if, I don't know if he does also. Yeah, I don't know if they really follow that. Well, I think I mean, she's, she's just taking him on a on a quest trying to teach him. Yeah, they don't really lead yeah, into but, it. She's like, you know, what do you think she wants? I think gluttony. She wants We're gonna go with gluttony. No, no gluttony was the Big Mac, and greed was the Mexican drug lord. <laughs> I don't know what this one is. And pride would be, I'm gay. I think. Just... Sorry, I have them all labeled. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere I wrote them all down when they were arguing. President, intelligent, charming author, basketball player, sensitive guy, Colombian drug lord, Big mm-hmm. Mac. I don't know. Uh. (laughs) But anyway, suddenly he's on a beach returning to sit with his love, Allison. He had to go, he went to go make her a flower crown, but was distracted by the beautiful sunset and had to stop and weep. He shares a song (laughs) he wrote about dolphins and cries some more over the sunset. He sketches her. (laughs) He's not very good, though. No. And then begins to improvise a sonnet about Allison's hair. <laughs> and then suddenly, someone begins kicking sand at him. And uh, he asks them to move away from him and Allison, but they refuse and kick sand at him again. He suggests that they join he and Allison for some tuna salad and open a dialogue about this. Dolphin-safe tuna salad. <laughs> <laughs> he is very concerned about the dolphins. Yeah. But they again refuse and kick sand at him. Elliot stands up and asks them to respect the moment that he and Allison are trying to have. Why don't you carry the horse play down the beach? And then, <laughs> one of them says to Allison, hey, you want to go for a beer? And she's like, sure. Yes. <laughs> but you want to go have a beer? You know, it's your decision. You'll be right back. Oh, my car's where, where is my horse goes. My, my van. It's away. <laughs> and she's like, where's your car? It's my van. It's over there. She just wants somebody to only try to get in their pants and treat her like shit. Yeah. Ladies, is that what every girl wants? No. No. But I mean, no. here's the thing. Everybody wants certain things in moderation. Yeah. <laughs> these these wishes are for extremes. Yeah. And you don't need the extreme. <laughs> it's okay to be sensitive and uh, not afraid to share your disappointments and tears in moderation. <laughs> I wrote a song about it like, here it here goes. He's too much. So, uh, Is this a bad time to let you guys know I wrote a song about this movie? <laughs> it's got dolphins So in then, it. Elliot, after she Elliot's rejects really trying to work out the seven here. I think this is the only one that doesn't, you couldn't uh, subscribe a sin to unless it was sloth. 
Which don't make no sense. No, because he's very active. No. I mean, he sketches, he writes yeah. songs, he makes flower crowns. He's the opposite <laughs> of sloth. Flower crowns. He's the anti-sloth. Well, it's not wrath. He makes tuna salad. <laughs> it's not Dave lust. Salt, dolphin safe tuna salad. Mm-hmm. It might be lust. So after she Because she says he loves, she loves him. Yeah, but she doesn't want to have sex with him. No, she wants to have sex with the basketball player. Yes. That one could be lust or... With the teeny queenie. Or it could be envy. Because then he gets some penis envy at the end. <laughs> he doesn't have penis envy at the end. He wants his jank back. So You're converting flying. You're earthbound, baby. Yeah, All basketball right. is lust. Maybe... Maybe wish to his envy. Maybe. I don't know. So, uh, know. He, he, he dials the 666 on the pager. And then he accuses her of ruining his wishes. Well, she is the devil. Yeah. yeah. She cries and puts on a show and pretends to be his friend and very apologetic. And and uh, he's like, I just, that guy was too, sen- I'm not that sensitive guy. She's like, oh, you're sensitive enough. You believe my, my crying. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they discuss a new wish. Maybe women don't really know what they want. She said she wanted sensitive, but she dropped him for that tough guy. Maybe he should wish to be big and strong. But he also wants to be liked and to be rich for something he likes to do. At least he's learned a little bit about the... Are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> I think so. Would be a professional basketball player. Dennis Rodman. He's green. <laughs> Michael Jordan. He wishes he were a professional basketball player, and so he is. He's almost eight feet tall and the star of the team. The L.A. Diablos. <laughs> and she was a Diablos fan. It was the, there's a thing on his cubicle of work. Because they couldn't get rights to Lakers. <laughs> they never use real teams in movies. They, they, make, they almost always make up fake teams. They did in Jerry Maguire. Almost always make up fake teams. And in that football movie, I almost did with Kevin Costner. But mm-hmm. I think some of those movies you kind of have to use real names. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of football movies, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's I am Game so upset Day, that the Washington football good. team did not make their name the Sentinels. <laughs> I was on board like it's either Sentinels or stick with football that team. Ooh, what did they do? Commanders. Commanders. That's dumb. <laughs> Sentinels would have been excellent though. Now yeah. that you pointed out, I didn't have. Any you don't even like football. She's like, yeah. I'm on board. I'd have been a Sentinels them. fan. I'd have got some Sentinels shit. But no, they're like the Commanders. I'm like, you can kiss both sides of my ass. I ain't getting it. Yeah, but That's think about it. Dumb. Think about how awesome it would have been if they were the fucking Washington Sentinels. That would have been America's team right there. Yeah. Well, after this game, he is interviewed, and we see that he is rather dumb and sweats profusely. <laughs> only as much as I do after jujitsu. <laughs> and the the background characters in all of these, like the guys kicking sand at the beach and stuff, mm-hmm. they're all the same guys from work. So this is where yeah, you see every wish these guys somewhere. in all the wishes. Um, so he's being interviewed by one of his coworkers. Uh, and then in the locker room, Allison approaches him for an exclusive article. Just yeah. the two of them. Unfortunately, he's a little dumb. <laughs> so it takes him a while to figure out that the exclusive she wants is his penis. Yeah. <laughs> she keeps eyeing him up and down, talking about how big he is, how big his ego is, and all that stuff. And uh, he's like, all right, well, let me get dressed, and then we'll go to my place. And she doesn't walk away, so he's like, all right, I guess. And he takes the towel off. And and uh, he's like, oh, <laughs> come on! He is not packing. I don't know. She called it a teeny weeny. <laughs> yeah, was it normal size 
face, but That's just what I wondered. him. Was it that his big? size when he was regular Brendan Fraser size? Yeah. But then it grew too feet? Or did she make him extra teeny? <laughs> I don't know. Was it a micro penis? I don't know. Or was it just like five inches? Was it on like an a tubalistic, a weird sweetheart style? <laughs> Bigger than a roll of quarters? His penis was like going. He's had no complaints. <laughs> His penis was like a roll of dimes. So then she's like, actually, I had to go write a teeny tiny blurb about the game. And then she has a huge project to do for the NFL, so she's not going to come back. Mm. A huge to, project for uh, the NFL. She's going to be a wide receiver. Hello! So he she's going to be using that tight end. Oh. She finds the pager, and or he finds the pager, and after a minute figures out the code. Because he, he, he puts 555-777. Then he grabs the piece of paper and has it upside down. He goes, oh, stupid. Uh, so, uh... He was my least favorite of the seven. Wish four. He ends up in the classroom. This is where he ends up in the classroom, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to well, there's a whole lot be... of apples. No. Sorry. This is not where he ends up in the classroom. This is where he ends up in the hospital. I didn't write the between. <laughs> it's like, fuck it. Moving on. Um, he wants to be really smart, articulate, witty, sophisticated, charming, popular, great-looking... For Allison to fall head over heels for him. And to be well endowed. Not practical joke level, but big. <laughs> and she's like, damn. damn. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be so, out to be tripod. He gets his wish. Yeah, nobody wants that. Nope. Nobody wants that. He's a Pulitzer like, Prize No, get that thing away from me. Life of the party, handsome, witty, know-it-all man. Allison does fall for him. I did like when he walked into this party. And he not so suddenly adjusted yeah, his pants. That was, that was funny. There was an episode. I think he checked it. Yeah. There was an episode of Sex in the He's City like, where Samantha yeah. met a man who was so big she couldn't take it. Wow. And it was there was a whole storyline about it. It was pretty funny, but at the same time, it's like, no, you just don't. Thanks. So he well, that's not what they portray in the, in the world. No. I mean... They're like, no, if it's not a foot around. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Carly just like quivered away. Oh, shit. Had a flashback to your son's birth. What are you doing? <laughs> Nobody needs that much in there. Good God. So they talk all night and he invites her back to his place. They go upstairs and there's a man in his bed. And it is apparently his partner. No, no. And uh, he's like, where have you been? <laughs> and he's like, what is happening here? <laughs> and, uh, and and it turns out that he's gay. And he's like, no, no, I'm not gay. Kiss me, kiss me. So no, no. They kiss. The, his partner was like, who is in the play, whatever it was. And he's like, oh, well, there was this person, this person. I am gay. <laughs> like, oh, you're going to go there. All right. I'm like, that's, I, and uh, his character in that scenario, I thought, would have just known that. You know, like, didn't mean he was gay. It was yeah. a weird They're choice. They're just doing but they, stereotypical. Uh, it was the late 90s, early 2000s, late, where you yeah. did that kind of thing. Yeah. And so he like, don't let him Allison. touch me. The gay will get off uh, on me or something yeah, like yeah, that. Like, really? And then he stands there up and he says, yep, I'm gay. Because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't feel a thing. So uh, he uh, is just, he's done. <laughs> so he um, goes back and he's in the middle of the devil teaching a class of teens in which she says they don't need to read and learn math, history, foreign languages, but they should watch TV and play video games. 
And then in the trivia, that math equation that she erases off the homework board is a very famous math equation that um, it took them from 1650 all the way to like 1996 to solve. And the only way they were able to solve it was with a supercomputer. And it was one of those things, like P versus NP, where they used to... Way, way to have your one math quote. Shut up. <laughs> but, in, but they said it's one of these things that they used to say that the only way to solve it would be to, so, to sell your soul to the devil. Oh, wow. But the guys that solved it used a supercomputer, so... That's the same thing. One of those theorems, so... I just That's thought cool. that was kind of funny. That is cool. It was the most interesting piece of trivia there was. <laughs> so if you're wondering if there's interesting trivia... That was it. <laughs> well, there's there's a lot of those where they're like, this is a thing, but we can't prove it. Like, yeah. there's some weird fucking math out there, yeah. and I don't want to talk about it now because you're giving me that look like you're a dork. I'm not looking at you at all. I don't <laughs> care that you like math. All you right. like lots of things that I don't care about. Math is one of them. It's fine. You can like math. You're very attractive to me. I know my calculus means you plus me equals us. Thank Aww. you. Okay, so Elliot decides oh. after all the kids leave. <laughs> Elliot Man, I, was, I just gave you your he... speech for your wedding, bro. Oh, Come thanks. on. <laughs> thanks. He's like, I've been selfish. It might also, change it a little. I don't like these weird versions of Allison. She's not really like that. <laughs> it's just weird. And um, he wants to do something good for mankind. He wants to go down in history for doing great things. And he wants Allison to treat him with respect and admire him. He wants to be the president. He should have said, I want to ha- cure cancer. Yeah, what the fuck, president? President? And maybe maybe this is just oh. us jaded. Who the fuck wants to be the president? <laughs> I don't but know. I mean, but it's but most hated person in the world. <laughs> yeah, but the but the whole but again, the whole point of it is for him to learn that he's yeah. fine. He doesn't yeah. need to be bigger, he doesn't need to be stronger, yeah, he doesn't need to be rich, he doesn't need to be more popular. But if I was like, I want powerful. people to remember me for doing great things, I wouldn't say I want to be the president. Yeah, no. <laughs> I no. want to be, like, if, I want to invent something that helps people. Or, I want to cure look, cancer. I want to do something. If I wanted to be, like, a famous, really rich person that, but I want, but, like, it would make more sense if he'd be like, I want to be Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Because at least he... I mean, he's a philanthropist and he does well, all these things, but he's still rich and he's still, you know, got all that money too. And like, theoretically, it's not like the president theoretically shouldn't be rich because he only makes he doesn't make thousand dollars a year. Yeah, which is not very much, but of course, with all the kickbacks and all that. Shit. <laughs> it's amazing how there's more millionaires in Congress and they all make like hundred grand a year. What <laughs> the hell you say? Oh, they're cheating the stock market. <laughs> they're probably all into crypto. So. Anyway, well, no, you ever see some of their stock portfolios? I they will, never um, lose. <laughs> as soon as someone that I follow on Instagram talks about cryptocurrency, I instantly I do the, follow I them. Do the same thing. I'm like, nope, that's yeah, it. We're done. I do the like, same fuck thing. off with your crypto. I do the same thing. Get out of here. Yeah, kids, if you're in crypto, get out. Yeah. So he ends up there linking. Was, Mark Cuban went to this cryptocurrency um, conference and shit on crypto. People were best. Did you see that? He's Good. like, he's like, yeah, NFTs. Yeah, that's just the greater fool theory. Don't, don't buy that. Yeah. Goes, it's the dumbest nothing, shit ever. He's like, there's, there's nothing verifying any of this yeah. stuff. Do not put your savings in crypto. It will go away. Yeah. Look, NFTs is the dumbest thing since Beanie Babies. I can't believe that someone's <laughs> like, I'm gonna sell, sell you a, a JPEG, and you're gonna send me lots of money. I mean, you dumb fuck. People are, people are begging to be led, man. Well, anyway, you deserve to lose your life savings if you invest in NFTs. There, I said it. Well, Bold stance, Cotton. Elliot gets led right into the theater on the night that Lincoln is assassinated and he's Lincoln. 
Wow. He doesn't want to go. <laughs> I like how he's like, I don't want to see this. You know what's brand it. new. I've seen I know it. how it ends. <laughs> he pretty immediately begins looking for his pager. It gets it out just in time to push six 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 before we're getting shot. Well John Wilkes Booth comes down and points the gun and goes, Hold on a second. Six 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 six, 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 six Proceed. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see him arriving at work. We don't see when he arrives at the devil. We see him arriving at work. And it's late. It's just after nine thirty. I don't think he's ever been late before. We can see that uh, this process is changing him. His clothes are more relaxed. His attitude is not even a little overeager. <laughs> his boss calls him over to chastise him for being late. And when he loads his computer, the devil is on the screen checking in to see how it went and discuss his next wish. And in 1990, no, 2000, that was really impressive. Didn't he threaten yeah. his coworker that, too? That was dialogue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he says he wants to think about it because, and right now he has to work. He's only got two wishes left and doesn't want to waste them. And she's like, no, you only have one wish left. And he's like, what? I was the president, intelligent, charming author, basketball player, sensitive guy, Colombian drug lord. She's like, he's like, that's only five. She's like, you're forgetting the Big Mac. He's like, that doesn't count. Now, the Big Mac was before he signed the contract. So it yeah. would not have counted. Yeah. I don't think it counted either. Also... He had to pay for it. She didn't yeah. get it for him. That didn't matter. No, no, no. no. But he just she, said, if, I wish for if a he Big said Mac. That I, if they had signed the contract and he said that he still paid for it, you said, I wish, you got it. Doesn't have matter. How you got it, you got it. Mm. Yeah, but, but it was, it was before the contract. Yeah. I'm sorry, that I'm sorry, Your so, Honor, it doesn't get in. They get, he gets real Although mad. I'm sure she has lots of lawyers. Well, that contract was like this. But she's like, look, this movie can only be an hour and 36 minutes long, so we got to move it along. So the Big Mac counts. We don't have a time for a whole other sequence. really mad. That shouldn't count. We checked the budget and we're almost out. Yeah. We keep seeing his coworkers are looking at him and that they see a blank screen. Yeah. He's yelling at a computer that's not on. You like that? I do. And, uh, Tony's looking at our piece of glass here that Elaine puts M&M's in. <laughs> this, is, this is interesting. Microwave safe. Well, we can't look at it when it's full of M&M's. They get everywhere. I tried before. Mm. So uh, he says the deal is off and just leaves. He goes to a church. And he, then while he's there, he is invited to unburden himself. Because he Murray's says he brother. wants to call, talk to God. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Doyle Murphy? Sure. Yeah. And uh, so he's like, I don't know. I really think I should just talk to God. And he's like, just try me. I don't think you can tell me anything that I haven't heard before or something like that. Welcome back from 17 again. Boom. Yes, and Scrooge. I said that at the beginning. I say, and I can say it again. Watch this. Welcome back. Whoa. 17 again. She. Booyah. Wow. She see that? She see that? He, that just happened. Uh, Woo. It did just All happen. up in your face. <laughs> Might have to get some aloe vera. It's, it's Burn. His, it's his birthday. He can do it. I'm going to let him get away. But today isn't He's his gonna birthday. He's going to let me get away. It's, it. it's my birthday pick for his birthday, so. Welcome back. So uh, he then he's like, all right, well, <laughs> I turns out, or the story is, I sold my soul to the devil for seven wishes, and she gypped me out of one. I've only had five, but she says I've had six, and then he gets arrested. I don't understand. I mean, <laughs> obviously, I understand, but I don't understand. If you told a priest that the devil gypped you out of a wish. The priest would not have you arrested. The priest would try to counsel you back to sanity. But he would not just have you yeah. arrested. Yeah, it's a bad scene. 
And what are they arresting you for? Unless you got like she, she belligerent, yeah, he sh- they, it they should have had him fly off the handle. Yeah, whatever. But I mean, and he seems like he's getting booked for you know like drunk in public yeah. or something like that. Well, I demand the breathalyzer. Yeah. Oh, you're sober. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it is a weird like. It's a movie. Yeah, they could I have know. had him arrested for being all weird at work. I. But yeah. why did he I have understand. to go to the church? I don't know. I understand why the movie <laughs> does this, but it seems it just seems like not something a priest would do, unless that priest actually worked. Well, maybe that priest does work for God, and God was already in jail. So. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, unless that priest works for the devil, but then I rethought. Yeah. Because maybe that priest works for God. So at the police station, they ask him if he has a copy of the contract. He doesn't. He tells them to book him or let him go. And they decide to book him for drunken disorderly with a recommendation for a psychological evaluation. The officer who takes him away is the devil. Because I'm a goddamn wacko. (laughs) Before she puts him in the cell... She basically tells him to get with the program, suck it up, and wish himself out of jail. She also says she really does like him, and it wouldn't hurt him to have a friend like her as he spends his eternity in hell. She's like, think about it and call me when you're ready. After she leaves, he realizes he's not alone in the cell when another man starts talking to him about how that lady cop is the devil. (laughs) And they... I read, I think it might have been in the trivia, that they never say that this is God. Right. And I think Harold Ramis said in an interview that it was an angel. Well, <laughs> but later we see this gentleman playing chess, chess with, with the, the devil. devil. Yeah. And God and yeah. devil playing chess, that's one of those yeah. kind of... Bird. Yeah. Yeah, famous. like, oh, no, it was an angel. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want to say, man. But it, it really seems like this is God. If it's an angel, it better be Michael. Yeah. It's got to be one of the, the archangels. No, I think it's God. Yeah, I'm going to go with God, too. Elliot tells him that he's in for eternity because he sold his soul to the devil and got nothing for it. And I like how how God says, well, your soul's not really yours anyway. It's like, that's (laughs) a real bad deal, but it doesn't matter because you can't sell it. It doesn't belong to you. I mean, that's a think piece right there. Like, whoa, wait a minute. (laughs) Your soul doesn't actually belong to you. You don't get to make any decisions. Nobody ever said it did. And he's like... The devil's going to try to confuse you. I do want to say that this actor's name is Gabriel. <laughs> oh, wow. That's why we're going to go with Angel. Nice. <laughs> now it's God. You Who's he playing? Uh, <laughs> hey, what's he listed in the credits? He, he's credited as yeah. Elliot's cellmate. Oh, wow. You copped They did out. that. They, they left it ambiguous. Nice. Harold Ramis, you let me down. Uh, but he's like, the devil's going to try to confuse you because that's your thing. But at the end... You'll know. You'll see clearly, and you'll know what you have to do. Everybody makes mistakes, but you'll get it, Elliot. So Elliot stays up all night looking out the window, and the next day he goes to deviate to talk to the devil. It's a totally different place in the light of day. All those sexy dancing people do not look the same. No. They're they look sexy? tired and old. <laughs> the the bikini lady dancing in the cage is asleep. <laughs> well, it's the middle of the day. But uh, she, the devil comes out and and they go to her office and he's like, "Look, I don't want my last wish. I'm not here to make a wish. I'm not making it. You can't make me. I'm done." Turns out, I don't want anything. Wishing just doesn't work. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. She ain't hearing that. And she's like, oh, that's not a choice. <laughs> and she scares him into making his last wish. 
Well, still, they go to hell. Yeah. yeah, she turns into a big monster. Wait a minute, and she goes turns into like a giant devil, which was better than one in Spawn, let's be honest. Wow. But then all of a sudden, she's back to being Elizabeth Hurley in a bikini. Well, I'm yeah. like, if you're supposed to be scary, having huge knockers is not going to get you there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, she's oh my god! She's giant, and she still has that... Pitchfork. Uh, pitchfork, yeah. The so, trident. Uh, the guy that played God was in Fallen. Really? Yeah. That was the brother. Was he an angel? I'm on his eye. It was the brother. Yeah. <laughs> so Thank you, like, because I'm like, man, he looks familiar. Okay, okay. <laughs> I wish for Allison to have a happy life. And then he wakes up. She's like, ah. And they're at the courthouse where she's meeting some And he wrote takers. He wrote takers? <laughs> wow, welcome back to the podcast. Damn. He's almost ready for his jacket. I don't writing credits unless I know I was to. looking at his IMDb because I'm like, this guy's really good. Have I seen him in anything else? I... Yes, in Black Hawk Down, because I've seen that. But I'm scrolling <laughs> through, and he wrote and produced Takers. <laughs> Just a good-ass movie. So uh, she tells him that his last wish was a deal-breaker, a selfless act of redemption. And it's in the contract that that voids the contract. So he gets to keep his soul. He's thrilled. And uh, she's like, 6, look, years. I've been no doing this ever for 6,000 years. <laughs> no one's ever done that. Really? And they say goodbye. He tells her that she's been one of his best friends ever. Yikes. Which is real sad. <laughs> then he goes to work the next day, chats with Allison in the lobby, invites her out for coffee like a normal dude. She's like, I'm sorry, but I'm seeing someone. He's like, that makes sense. <laughs> You're pretty if, great. If you guys if you ever break up, you know, come find me. She's yeah. like, oh, okay, thanks. Yeah, if he ever singles you up. And then upstairs... This is when the friends start making fun of him again, mm-hmm. and he... Uh, He's like, I'm a lot bigger than you. He alphas the shit out of <laughs> yeah. him. He, he doesn't, he, like, outwardly threaten him, but he picks well, him yeah, up no, no. and him by the, like, his, nice the, talking to you, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> when you grab a dude by the shirt and pull him in like it's, that... It's understood. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then he goes about his work day. When he goes home, he rides his bike up a giant hill. Apparently that bike was pulled by a winch up that hill. I was going to say. Not riding a bike like that up that hill. <laughs> Unless you got some serious legs. And uh, he finds that he has a new neighbor. Who? Who looks just like Allison. Just like her. It was a little, she was a little annoying. Though. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was a little more like him. Yeah. And uh, she seems a bit over eager, just like him. They hit it off over some new speakers she has. No, the same ones that he has. Yeah. And he's like, you got the new... I can't remember what they're called. And she's like... Sony's! <laughs> and uh, he offers to help hook him up so she can have music while she unpacks. And he's going to help her move in. And he's going to cook her dinner so she doesn't have to worry about food while she's unpacking. And they end up together. She hogs the covers. And he drinks from the carton. And they live happily ever after. Yay. The end. All right, Tony, I'm going to save you for last. Because it's... Your birthday. That's what I hear. That's, that's what I hear. Mm-hmm. All right, John, what do you think? Hey, I got to go first because I'm me. Um, <laughs> my favorite character, believe it or not, is the devil. She was a lot of fun and was very, um, I don't know, had a lot of fun with her. Likeable. Likeable, yeah. Um, my least favorite character is Raul. <laughs> 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 because that's just fun to say that. Um, my favorite line is when he's like, I don't speak Spanish. Yes, I do speak Spanish. I speak Spanish very well. <laughs> Hola, Juan. Donde esta biblioteca? Because <laughs> I don't know why, but I knew that was coming and still kind of left. 
And it's a Deadpool line, kind of. <laughs> it is, yeah. Don't eat esta biblioteca, pumpkin fucker. Pumpkin fucker. <laughs> um, my favorite scene is... I don't really know. Um, I'm going to go with when he comes out right in the beginning out of the, the Diablo and everybody's mm-hmm. pictures and he's just like lost. Was at the club. Mm-hmm. Did you have a favorite wish Tony wanted to know? Oh, my favorite wish was when he was gay. Because <laughs> it seemed like everything was perfect. Like, how are they going to fuck this up? Ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. Allison loves you, but you can't have her. Or you don't want her. Um, Which, if the whole point of the wish was to be with Allison, finding out you're gay is... Yeah. Yep, that was my favorite wish. So you know what? I'll make that my favorite scene as well. <laughs> well, because in that wish, he doesn't wish for Allison. He wishes no. to he wishes be all that these Allison things. Would he wishes fall Allison would over loved. heels for him. Oh yeah, yeah. And she did, but, but he, he did not reciprocate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my favorite tertiary object is God's cigarettes. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> the '90s were a special time. You can wow, God smoked. <laughs> <laughs> now only the Rabs smoke. You know, Russians, Arabs, and villains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome back to our uh, um, CR. Thank you for smoking episode. For that to make sense. Oh, also, Harley Davidson model. Oh, I thought you were going to tell us what you thought of the movie. <laughs> Yay? Nay or maybe? Oh, I'll have to nay this movie because it wasn't, it wasn't fun. Um, the only real twist was that he didn't end up with Allison at the end, but he ended up with her doppelganger, which was like, eh. So. Nicole. Don't call her Nikki, though. Because <laughs> soon you're Nick and then you're me. I mean, Carolyn, Carly, Carr. Carl's. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling you K- Carlita's way. Yeah, Tony makes that it was longer. A little longer. <laughs> but I already have somebody I call Carlito. Most people don't use a nickname to talk to me about me. They have a nickname for me. It's um asshole. A couple of the people at jujitsu call me Laney, which is strange, but I go with it. I don't really complain. One of my bosses this year calls me by my last name and nobody does that like everybody else i'm just miss carly at work the students call me that my coworkers. we're all we are first names we're first name classroom people's last names. i only work. have one verbal student you know <laughs> we're all first names and then my new uh boss calls me my last name and and she knows i hate it <laughs> that's sweet she fun. anyways so mm, i guess it's my turn next. then Yes, because Tony's last. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, last, you last. But yes. Tony. Are you gonna go? Are you gonna go? Then he goes. No, he'll, I'll go last. My favorite character is Elliot. Elliot. <laughs> My least favorite character is Raul. Why? My favorite. Raul. My favorite scene is the Colombian drug lord wish. Mm. I love that. From That's when he wakes up and he just. And, like, even until the end where he has to jump off the helicopter to hit the pager. Cocaina. So like an Orlando Jones with the cocaine on his yeah, head. Yeah, <laughs> In the back. It's just, it's the most, I think because it's the first wish, and it's just, he's so delighted at everything, and it's the silliest wish, like when he rips off his mustache. Yeah. And he doesn't know when that When the they cocaine can go wrong. goes everywhere. And cocaine. It's just... <laughs> Just funny. I do so, like how he throws that bag up and shoots it. <laughs> that was very uh, face off. Yeah. My favorite line is during uh, is at the end of the basketball wish. Damn the devil! Damn the devil to hell! Damn the devil to hell! <laughs> Which is really funny, <laughs> and I just like it. He's doing 
I would assume some sort of southern, perhaps Texas accent, maybe. <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me, so it's probably not that. But it was just so funny. And uh, my favorite tertiary object is Orlando Jones. <laughs> I'm going to... All right. Yeah, fair. I, mean, I remember this movie as being real dumb and not good. But I enjoyed it quite a bit. <laughs> and I'm going to yay it. Wow. <laughs> I watched that again. <laughs> I completely misremembered this. This is a good movie. I had fun. Flip the script. All right, Tony. Oh, that's right. Unless you want too. me to go before you. No, I don't care. It's your birthday. It's, it's not way better be... than my experience with the Beastmaster. <laughs> well, it's a movie. <laughs> favorite character is the devil because, you know. Mm-hmm. My least favorite character is... Raul! <laughs> <laughs> so, if you get a wish from... the if, you met the devil and you were to get these seven wishes, would you then wish to be Raul? Because he seems like he's having a good time. I don't want to sleep with other people's wives. Okay. No matter who I am. Raul's going to bed. Yeah. My favorite line is, you can't take my soul. It's my soul. I can't give you my soul. She goes, what are you, James Brown? Uh, my favorite scene is, it's always been one of my favorite scenes, is when he's sensitive and he keeps looking at the sunrise and crying. And I don't know why, but that makes me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> The fake-ass freckles he has. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he looks so like, weird. Why he had to be this weird reddish-blonde haired dude with freckles? Yeah. all good, though. And my favorite Trisha And that hemp hoodie? Is uh, her card. It just says, the, the devil. devil. <laughs> he's like, oh, wow. You know, he's all in. Um, I, I will yay this movie. I, I don't know why. I always like this movie. I, and, you know, it's it's cheesy and and dumb but I've, I've always liked this movie yeah you're, you're right it's dumb mm-hmm. oh no but it's all not right. that you guys pretty much said all my stuff you're so welcome I think we've reiterate. all said the same thing the only thing is different I have a different least favorite character who's your you favorite character Raul? the devil or no, Elliot so you like Raul the thing is I knew it <laughs> if I I'll, I'll bring it's you kind of a cause I picked Orlando Jones as my favorite tertiary object as well but I picked Bob, who's another one of those side characters, as my least favorite uh, character. With the van. <laughs> the one, he's a dick in, yeah. like, all of them. The one that's got the van. Yeah. The one that, um, that oh, you doesn't forgot. want to sit next to him and is like, can you trade spots with me? He's you touching your... me. Like, oh, well. He's just kind of a jerk yeah. in every iteration, and he's my least favorite character. My favorite character, also Elliot, because I think Brendan Fraser was amazing in this movie. Yeah, he was really good. Um, Especially playing so many different characters, basically. Yes. Yeah, he's got range in this. Um, sorry, I'm trying to pull my song up. Um, my favorite wish is the Colombian drug lord wish as well. But my favorite scene is the classroom scene when, uh, when with the teenagers. Actually, I like the conversation they have once the teenagers leave. And then he totally derails it by saying he wants to be the president. But yeah. I like how you can see he's starting to learn. And then he wants to be president. You're like, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, my least Because he one. didn't throw, he, he, you know, you, you can make these wishes, wishes as long as you want. But he just says, I want to be the president. Okay, dumbass. Like, you didn't yeah. throw anything on there at all? You didn't even mention Allison. And then my favorite line is the same as John's when he realizes that he speaks Spanish. He says, Isn't that a fun line? Yeah. You didn't He's, mention the Orlando Jones part that you love so much. I, I wrote that he was my favorite tertiary object, especially in the basketball and author wishes. When when, when like, he won the Pulitzer, the Pulitzer. he hasn't been published. <laughs> he got published. And that basketball, I don't, you, you can't understand ninety percent of what he yeah, says, yeah. but it's delightful. So, anyways, that's my favorites. 
All right. And I will also yay it. It's a fun movie. It's wow. Look and it's, if you're Am like... the only one who didn't like it? Yeah, yeah. you're a hater. Why are you being a hater? <laughs> Can you switch wine to a, a name? Why do you hate fun? Ooh. Some of the stuff that I think is the best is like background stuff that you have to kind Tradition of mostly. looking yeah. forward to see it. Is that your foot? Yes. Tone Loke! What? Was this song in this movie? Yeah, in the beginning, every time Elizabeth Hurling was on the screen, they played this movie, music in the background. Which is fun. Wow. This, this movie, this song has Hasta La Vista, baby. Welcome back from Terminator 2. Now that's a good fucking time. Right. Well, find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com and you can tune in next week. On the podcast, Three Lanes pick. For Tony's birthday, it's his the birthday. fantasy comedy horror movie, Troll. That's right. Troll. Troll. What year on, is this from? It's on Tubi, Tubi and uh, whatever the other one was. <laughs> it's from 1986. Pluto TV. I'm telling you, if you don't know to watch, just go to Tubi. It's got stuff on it. Is it 1986? Like how you all write down the year and the day, and you're like, I'm only without a notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us are more professional than others. <laughs> I shoot from the hip, baby. I don't Burn know if I have you. enough pages left in my notebook for notes. One, I'm two, three, four, five. I got five pages left. That's probably not enough. <laughs> well, if it was your birthday, I'd got you a notebook. Well, I've got Walmart today. I should have gotten one if only I had realized. <laughs> this one was crosses. I'll be with you tonight. <laughs> it was one of those. No, like, he had a bunch of notebooks and he gave them to me when he was cleaning out his room. He said, Can you notebooks? I was like, go this? to the back of a notebook and write random notes. For instance, in the back of this one, we have when I was going to make a king size bed out of collac shells from IKEA. <laughs> I did not end up doing it. We have what I bought people for Christmas. Uh-huh. This year we have a tentative wedding guest list. Yeah, but what, am I on there? Am I on there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine and John. Wow, we're up on the list, too. We, we made the cut. <laughs>